Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. I am one half of the Wired to Change coach. We'll just say that Trinity is on assignment uh, on our way on vacation around the July 4th upcoming weekend. So let's just say that we are your coaches at Wired to Change. We work with small business owners to help you get your business to the level you want it so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. Speaking of two people that are enjoying the life of the small business owner, you would know them professionally, actually personally too, as the office nerds, uh, Mark and Tiffany Roberts. Glad to have you two here today. Thrilled to be here, and we do miss Trinity. All right, so office nerds love the name. Tell me where it came from. I'll throw that over to Miss Tiffany. That that was me. Um, it just kind of, it really just kind of came to be. We initially, um, well, I started out as Triangle Management Solutions, mm. and uh, different things kind of came in, came about. And then when we restarted the company as One Stop, um, it just had a negative like stop, like it just didn't flow. Mm. It never felt right. But we wanted to get something that was official and documented to get things going and, and to be able to work under that name for a client. And um, sitting there, we, we had a, a long table that we worked across from each other. And I just kept playing with words that seemed to fit what we were doing and, and the presence that we wanted to have and how we wanted to be presented to our client. We wanted that laid back, comfortable, you're opening up your underwear drawer, no judgment <laughs> kind of feel, you know, not the when you do bookkeeping. Yes. Yeah. You, you, you know, the secrets, you know, the and skeletons. I mean, love Mark to death, um, but I kept looking across and somehow the word nerd came up. Um, Imagine that. You know, yeah. the pocket protector, the glasses, uh, just the whole, you know, the little briefcase. And so I started working with the word nerd, and mm. and it was like, well, we're working on office stuff. Alex B. Keaton ink was taken, so yeah. we had to go there with something go. else. And uh, so For those of you under the age of 45 <laughs> listening, go ask your parents. That was funny. <laughs> so, yeah, so the office nerds kind of, it, it just kind of came to be sitting there one night on whatever it was, Tuesday at 8 o'clock, working 14 hours, and it's like we're, we're providing that back office support and we're being that nerdy work and all the crap nobody wants to do. And I think the first time we met, it was just you. This was at Red Hot and Blue. You came to our yes, meeting. I don't think both of you did. I think yes, you did. And it's one of those you see a name of a company and you're like, oh, damn it. Why didn't we think <laughs> of that? that? <laughs> because you're right, it gets their attention. It's playful, but you get the point of it. Yep. Absolutely. And, it, and it, part of the impetus came when we were working for another company before, and we had salesmen out on the road, and we were trying to convince them to just do your job selling. Any of the paperwork and stuff, let, let the nerds here in the office do it. That's why we're here. You know, let, you know, was let the people in the office do it. And nerds got thrown around a little bit. Uh, again, there's a little bit of an image around me, I think. Uh, not from thing. the tough streets of Boston. I don't <laughs> see you wearing a pocket protector growing up and surviving that. You know, by fourth grade, my cousins beat that out of me, so I, they oh, saved really? me. really? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's Younger uh, brother has some images of him dancing <laughs> at a concert. Ooh. <laughs> I drew the Carlton. Where he went. <laughs> <laughs> Again, go ask your parents. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so That's the it. office nerds, I'm assuming, obviously, it wasn't taken. And taken? What, when you when you changed it, what did some of your current clients 
think about it when you started rolling that out? Oh, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. And at that time, our clients were mostly bookkeeping, back office, like truly that image. And it made sense to those clients that we already had because we are very laid back, um, non-judgmental. Again, we're opening up the underwear drawer, as I like to say, and seeing the ugly, the good and the bad. Um, and, and the big piece of that is we've been in the business owner's position. We've opened several companies. We've started them with no money, which is the, the key point, that mm-hmm. bootstrap and duct tape methodology. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we know you've cut corners. You've done that. So we come in, and there is no judgment. It's, okay, where are things now? Where do we want them to be, and how do we fix? You know, we don't ask that. Well, why do you do this? I know why, because you had to. You were fighting. You know, most of us business owners were firefighters. You're running from one problem to another, and you don't have any theme or consistency. So we know that. We understand that. And the last thing that gets done is the bookkeeping in the office, and it's the cobbler's shoes. Your own stuff gets done last as you're taking care of your clients and customers. So... Is there a commonality of the clients that come to you? Yes, the desperate ones. Okay. <laughs> that was, my next question was timing, but go ahead. <laughs> no, it's it's just that it's the it's the people that have taken their passion, whatever it may be, their trade, their passion, their education, and they have turned it into their own business. They've done everything that they can to get to this place to say, "I need help." Wherever that may be. Uh, you know, along that road, they love what they do and they know what they do. And the books, they make sense. I mean, it's money in, money out, right? But then you start getting these, I need a PL or a balance sheet or, you know, these different reports. You wanna you wanna grow, you wanna do other things. Um, or you're spending twelve hours a day treating a you know, treating a patient or building a house or developing some property. And that's the last thing you want to come home and do is to sit down and figure out the money in and the money out. And what they don't realize is it's like a beautiful piece of sheet music. And it tells this story of their successes and their pitfalls and their learning experiences. So, like, that's how I see their books. It's not, oh, you went and spent all this money. You and I have had a couple conversations about that. <laughs> and thankfully, you didn't mention any names. I didn't expect you to because it didn't matter. But I wish I could remember the exact conversation. Uh, it was about one of your clients was, how did you phrase that? He was spending money somewhere. <laughs> and I know you've heard this from other clients before, spending it somewhere and wanted to count it different. Oh, yeah. Um, or was, they bo- all wanted yeah, to was count blowing it money somewhere and they're like, well, can you make this? Yeah. Where's yeah. the lipstick on the pig? Yeah. Can I put yeah. this? Up? There's a lot of ebb and flow, and, and but it, it is a very beautiful piece of sheet music. And uh, we had a client this morning that I said, don't write another check. It's that simple. It's your money. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. But if you want me to help you do what we're trying to do, do not write another check this month. <laughs> that simple. There, there is that tendency to say, well, I can't be out of money. I still have checks. Yes. Or how much money is in the bank, not counting the checks that you've written that haven't hit the bank yet. So sometimes there's a little bit of a, a training and helping them yeah. understand their own money. Mm-hmm. Well, Like Tiffany says, we'll do whatever they want with it. But that education and, and showing them, uh, like yeah. some of the 
the same client I think that you're talking about, um, we take care of all of his mortgages. He has multiple properties, multiple mortgages. Uh, we have it now where we're paying his mortgages weekly. And that has a, a two-prong effect. One, makes the cash flow so much easier. Yes. Because your mortgage, your rents are supposed to come in the first, your mortgage is due the second. But timing never works like that, so you're always chasing your, trying to pay your rent. When you do it weekly, that cash flow just smooths itself out. But with that same amount of cash going out a month, we're triple paying down his principal on the, on the mortgage. Oh, okay. Little so, nugget here. Yep. Nugget, <laughs> nugget number one, people. Business nugget. Um, so, yeah. Paying each, that each week. Yes, you To the bank. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. We tripled Huge difference. Our personal mortgage payment, we tripled our principal mortgage um, payments. payments for one year. We tripled what we would have paid if we just paid the exact same amount of money yeah. a month times 12 divided by 52. Nice. And you can tell them, put this towards principal? Or do it, they? It just automatically goes with a with a normal uh, residential mortgage, yeah. uh, because what they're going to do is they're going to calculate the interest from the last payment, and then your payment gets apportioned that way, and the ba- whatever's left over after interest, which is usually next to nothing, goes to principal. But because the interest has only been held, or the principal has only been held for a week, yeah. that principal amount is reduced as opposed to holding it for a whole month. Yep. And oh. the way that your monthly Mortgage payment is usually calculated is, you know, making things up a little bit, but it's usually that 80-20. 80% of it's going to be interest. Yeah. 20% of your mortgage payment is going to go toward yeah. principal, which means you're, you're chasing your tail. So if you can reverse that, you know, you're paying things down. That's why the 15 Jay Ramsey calls you. You can give him my personal phone number. Well, I don't <laughs> need him to. anymore. I just know who to call now. Let's call you. Very impressive. I did not know. I guess, well, math is simple. It, wor- it has to work that way. But I've never heard anybody explain it that way before. Yep. Wow. All right. It, and like I said, save money out, you can get it done. One of the things we always look for, I call small business ownership stressful freedom because most every day it's the same. It's both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have found some balance with a boat. Yes, mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we're really trying the, the lifestyle business, you know, we work real hard so you can you can have time to play, so you can have that flexibility. Uh, the whole business plan for us was to be able to do everything virtually or remotely. And one of the dream board items I had up there is to literally work remotely for a month. I wanted to work in Greece or Spain just to say that we did it to prove you can do it. Um, our biggest clients are up, actually up in Mass. We do have clients down here in, in the North Carolina, but the bigger ones in Mass uh, because of my background and connections up there. Um, so we can do it virtually. So if I can work for my mass client from Raleigh, that means I can take it a little bit further, get to Wilmington, get mm-hmm. on a boat and say, okay, I can do everything from here. Will your boat make it there to Portugal and uh, Spain yeah. and everywhere? Yes. I don't know if I'll make it, but uh, yeah. When's that trip going to happen? We have to learn how to sail first. Oh, is that all? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Details. Yeah. Sometimes details escape. Now we just have to learn. I've enjoyed sail. watching the pictures of the update of the painting <laughs> and the fixing up and everything. Are we almost at 100%? Oh, gosh, no. I don't think we'll ever be 100%. Well, enough to sail. Let's say 100% oh, to it's, sail. Oh, it's, it's sailable right now. Okay. Absolutely. Right. It was always right. sailable. Um, the previous owner just used it for that purpose. Okay. You know, go down on an afternoon and a few hours out on the water and be done. Sailing to Boston Harbor. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you can remember, figure out where I'm from. Yeah. 
you know, as as a single person on the boat, it didn't it didn't get involved in the livable space, you yeah. know, down below. So that just kind of became mm-hmm. a wreck in terms of like a, a cluttered room, yeah. So to speak, storage, yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago, we had Tom Adams on with iWatch Security. Yes, Tom's from Long Island. And he pointed that out. Said, "Okay, you're from New York." He goes, "Long Island." I'm like, oh, okay, sorry about that. Like Sicily and Italy. Yes, it, you yes. gotta get those right. And I was telling people that while his accent may not sound like he's from here, he pointed out he was from Northeast Wake County. <laughs> so like I Raleigh, think you're Charlotte. kind of in the same right, same neighborhood with that. Absolutely. <laughs> the good news is you guys can work remotely, as you said. Mm-hmm. Yes. What has COVID nineteen? How has that affected the business and some of your clients? I hate to say it's been a positive, um, because the, the biggest sales objection we used to have is, you know, can you come in the office and do yep. a books? Yeah. Well, yes, we can, but we don't want to because the efficiencies are, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't need to do that. Uh, so we turned a, a sales objection was turned into, we didn't turn yep. it into, it was turned into, Hey, can you do this remotely for you? We can. Okay. No problem. Um, so that has been a, a, I hate to say a big plus cause I know people are suffering through this and some people have a lot of times. Uh, the other piece is, Doing the foundational work for several of our clients, we position them to coast through the, the problems they've had mm-hmm. with the, the COVID-19. Uh, again, our developer up in Mass, we've gotten his cash flow set. So a couple tenants had a hard time paying. We were able to work with them, just make that work, kind of flow through it. Uh, there's actually people offering some properties up there that they would like to sell now mm-hmm. that things are get tough. And he's positioned that we have the financial ability in the background and all the reporting because uh, I was also a banker before, so putting those things together really come easy to me. So we're positioned now to, to pick up some property that would not otherwise be available. Yeah, I think, too, the just the, the fact that we were set up to be a virtual company um, and vendor, provider for our clients, we've been able to help them transition as a virtual um, business. And the stuff that they didn't know what or how to do it, we already kind of knew what and how to do it. Um, you know, in terms of how COVID affected us, again, you're going, you're looking at people's numbers, their money, and it's a very personable thing. So I think that's why they wanted us on site. They still kind of have that control. You know, uh, here's what I want you to see. Here's yeah. what I don't and, want you to see. And the other thing, thing we got to do is help bring those clients along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the ones that were taking physical checks and having people drop off checks and do that to turn that into online payments. It. Isn't that amazing once you look at the time, just oh, the time that goes into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and we you, you and I talked clients. about this. The biggest yep. thing that makes us crazy as coaches is, you know, well, I've been doing it that way for 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> But you know what? There's a better way than an abacus and a, and a yeah. quill pen. Let's we can we can That's do the, the same thing. The whole point of coaching is learning yeah. a new way, a more efficient way, not trying to reinvent the wheel. But here's some more efficient, you know, processes to mm. for the same um, for the same end goals or, or maybe even better end goals, and just you know helping them along. And I think that's been one of our our greatest things. And and the coaching side of it is to say. Well, you're still going to get paid, and you're still going to get paid the same way you were getting paid, but we're going to process that money a little bit differently and yeah. be able to, you know, code it and, and see it. So This has been a great um, interrupter. Mm. So it, it's been 
given us the opportunity to show new ideas because we've interrupted that, or patent interrupter. You know, every, the world has changed. So now everybody's taking a step back. Um, I, I belong to a group where I swear to God, at least two of them had flip phones. <laughs> so, you know, the thought of ever doing a virtual meeting was just absolutely horrific. You know, they, they were like, I don't even know if we can do teleconference. I'm like, oh, word. Um, we're now doing Zoom meetings, and they're professional looking. You know, we're not looking up anyone's nose. People aren't sitting in front of a white window looking like a, you know, like they're going to be in the FBI as a confidential informant. You know, things are done right. Um, in fact, I had a, a Zoom call for my with my 86-year-old father. I'm not sure of the age, but he's right up there. If I can do Zoom with him, that means everybody can. So there's been a dynamic shift to these new ways, which are a lot more efficient, effective, um, and now everybody's on board. And I'm with you on that because I've, <clears throat> I've taken this time to learn social media more just to understand mm-hmm. it. I'll never be at what the level Drago's at, but I'll be good for me. And I told Drago and Trinity when COVID first started, on a scale of 1 to 10, I was like a 1.2 social media. I'm a raving 3.2 now, <laughs> and I got a bullet next to my name because I'm just learning little things like that where you realize it's not that difficult. And what that's allowed me to do is all these young kids that struggle with things on technology, I'm like, hey, 59, got it. Learn it. I don't want to hear any more. <laughs> Absolutely. It's yeah. kind of fun. And back to the flip phones, my dad way back when had one of those. And, of course, so this would have been probably late. When we get up here? So, like, no, like 2012, 2011, 12, 13, right around there. And everybody started to text a lot back then. I know it wasn't that long ago, but, you know. So we're texting a lot. I'm like, Dad, can you text? He goes, no, but I got an app for that on my phone. It's like, all right, we'll keep calling you. <laughs> but, yeah, for folks to be able to learn uh, Zoom, and that's where it's headed because I know I've spoken with a few people over the last couple of weeks about how we're going to keep Zoom in our life once we're released to do whatever at whatever level. What I've learned is... If I meet somebody that I don't know at all, that first meeting is going to be Zoom. Mm-hmm. Then I'll drive to Durham to talk to you. Whereas six months ago, I'm like, sure, I can meet you at the Panera's or Briar Creek. Not a mm-hmm. problem. It's halfway in between. But now, and I get way more done. I was on, I've been on the computer <laughs> since 730 this morning on Zoom meetings. But think about how much it has broadened your, oh, yeah. your client base. Oh, yeah. I mean, for what we do. And for what you do, you yep. can talk to somebody in California, in Italy, in Spain. In we are working on that Western now. Western North Carolina. Which we would have never done. Because yeah. when Trinity and I started last year, we wanted to meet face-to-face mm-hmm. to have that. Mm-hmm. And we realize now that Zoom's fine, everybody's good. It's nice that we had to learn that way. Because everybody's like, I got to do that. You know, the other thing I learned, this was about a month, about a month and a half ago with a client. We're talking with her and she goes, hang on a sec. Can, can you share, can I share my screen with you? Holy cow, what a game changer. Because normally at a meeting, you're like, oh, you know what? I left that on my computer at home. I'll email that to you. We'll talk about it next week. And, and that, it never happened. Right, exactly. The, the other great thing is I do all my networking now. Well, we all do it on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Zoom, I'll go to a meeting. we got a couple of friends. Um, but, but I do it virtually, and it's fantastic because almost every conversation I have, I'm like, I got somebody you have to meet. And normally, you see, I have my little notebook. Normally, I have to take my notebook out and say, you know, Mike needs to meet X, Y, Z. Now we're on Zoom. I'm like, I'm going to send the inv- invitation right now. Oh, yeah. I jumped on LinkedIn. I'm like, Mike, I'm sending it right now. You're going to get it. You know, so 
which is so much more efficient for me. It, like you said, right. half the ones don't get done because you get in, interrupted before you get that invitation. Like, who was I going to invite him to? I forget. Did I send that? I don't know. But you do it right then and there. It's done. It's gone. Yeah, you know, I have to watch my tongue on Zoom pet peeves. The I'm in a meeting I'm supposed to be, and I didn't turn my video on. And so I call people out now. It's like, hey, no, 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 no. If you were in person, we'd see your face. So don't give me this. Oh, yeah, that just. And I don't know why it pisses me off, but it does. especially. It, it is. But it, but it also, that also kind of comes around to the younger generation and just how business is handled. You know, it's, it's. Yep. Was, I mean, you know how to shake somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. Like I shake someone's hand and I 95% of the time get a comment because I'm a female mm-hmm. and they're like, holy crap. Like, look, my dad taught me three things. You look somebody in the eye, you know how to shake their hand and you always carry a quarter. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Ask your folks. That's funny yeah, too. So, yeah. <laughs> the we're See, I'm even a, older. It used to be a dime. I, didn't, no, t- I told because uh, I'm a in a Toastmasters group, and I did. Uh, God, this was probably about three weeks ago. I did a talk on my neighborhood because I grew up here in Raleigh, on what it was like on talking about communication. You're from Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah, you Born went to Enloe. No, you went okay. to Enloe and to Millbrook, yeah. but we'll still talk. So, and I was talking <laughs> about communication. I was talking no, I was talking about communication in the mid seventies when we moved here. We would be at the pool all day long, and we would grab a dime, call the house, hang up, do a one ringer, and our moms would call back. I need to speak to one of the Manning kids. Hey, mom, what time's dinner? Six o'clock. Okay, see you then. Bye. That was communication during the summer, but it was a dime back then. <laughs> I had a friend when I was in high school, he would, he would do the same thing, call his mother. Instead of the one ring, they would ask for, you know, Billy, Bob, or Joe, yeah. say no. And that meant whether we were ready in 10, 15, or 30 minutes for the pickup. Oh. They had a little code rolling. So. Nice. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, you two also check a Curiosity uh, podcast host box for me, oh. is husband and wife businesses. Mm-hmm. And I have only two questions. The rest of it does not matter to me. One is, what do you talk about at the end of the day? And two is, who breaks the tie? Well, um, she gets two votes, so it's tough to get a tie. <laughs> um, we don't talk about work. How do you know when to stop? When we leave the office. And the office is at the house. The office is at the house. So, it, but then that's what I wanted to get to. You got to do the physical layout. Exactly. Because that's big. That's a big deal. Yes. yes. When I first started working from home, this is going back before you might have been born. born yes. Um, I didn't want to say yeah. that, but I was thinking that exactly. <laughs> when I was an attorney up in Quincy, Mass., um, I would put on a suit and tie, go into my little room, close the door, take off my jacket put the jacket on the, on the chair, and work by myself with no anticipation client would ever find me. I was doing criminal appeal work. I was doing work when nobody shows up. But I needed that shirt and tie. Mm-hmm. I needed, you know, I'm old school. I needed that to get into the, the right mindset. Um, and it was funny. At lunch, I'd put my jacket on, walk out my little office door, close it, walk into the kitchen, take my jacket off, put it on the kitchen table, make lunch. Wow. And then, yes, that was extreme, but that's what I really needed to not decide. Eh, maybe I'll check the news. Maybe I'll check the garden. Maybe I'll maybe to stay in that work mode. Is that the military in you? 
the structure. I, I think it's the parochial school, but yes, okay. yeah, the, the nuns with the know. with the rulers yeah, over the yeah, knuckles. Yeah, I've I heard stories. Yeah, you got the marks right there. So for the house that we're in now, we do have a dedicated a, a dedicated office that's at the end of the house. That when we leave, you don't have to be in that room to live in the rest of the it house. Doesn't serve any other purpose. It and is it was designed only, that way, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, the layout of the Not house. Not the house, but the way you guys, yes. this Correct. is our office. Yes. Correct. This we literally is. shut the lights off, walk out. Like and, sometimes and on done. the weekend, I'll say, why, why are you in there? Yeah. And he'll say, I was looking for my glasses or, you know, something. But so also, one of seven pairs you have laying around yeah, the house. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, also, too, just with electronics, I mean, if, if I want to just double check the email or something, yeah. I can do it all via my phone. So there's no reason for me to go into the office. And, and that's great to have that segregation because you're right. When it, when it bleeds into the, the house or the, the house bleeds life. into the business, you never escape it. And you just yeah. always exhaust. I've, li- I've lived that way before. So I understand those those breaks. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. What I remember getting the first law office and I'm like, why? You have an office here. I'm like, I, I, I need to segregate this. This is yeah. starting to bleed in as I started doing criminal work. Because it's funny, most criminals don't have that nine to five mentality. <laughs> it's funny, um, so yeah. it really would. It would it would bleed in. Um, and and one, of th- one of the things they say on, on law, it's a jealous mistress, because it doesn't have that time conception. Mm-hmm. The deadlines are always there, so it bleeds into your life anyways. Uh, so I learned balance way back when with that. This is why I don't bring a lot of notes to a podcast because it takes me where it takes me wherever it takes me. So right. I love this. What advice for people who think, even if they don't have another room in the house to do that, what do, in the den, the kitchen, what's a couple things they could do to, to feel like I'm walking into my office? Something dedicated, whatever it happens to be. Um, like I said, it, it, you know, a lot of us work on the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Clear the kitchen table. Set your work things up. And if something that is not work happens... Get up from that kitchen table because it's your desk and leave it. For mm-hmm. example, if the kids have a question or something, um, I, I used to be very, very militant. Like if you came in and interrupt me at my desk, I'd stand up. I wanted you to know you're interrupting me because you've interrupted me. <laughs> Does it, he still do that? Eh. <laughs> um, b- because it, it, it is. It, it's an interruption. And if yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. Mike, geez, you know, that's a great conversation. You know, let's have that. Can we talk at two? Boom, I can get back to work or... Okay, now I need to stop everything. Um, anything that does that, kind of that patent interrupter, yep. you know, l- let you know that you are at work, however it works for you, and that's the real key. Uh, and that's it, a Kevin Euclid's yes. analogy. Yeah. By the way, uh, his name, here's a sidebar, which I love. I did not realize the University of Cincinnati still had Marge Schott's name on their stadium. And Euclid and a couple other Cincinnati grads, I saw his name in the oh, really? paper. I hadn't seen it in a while. Are like, yeah, get her name off of there. But I haven't oh, seen Euclid. Again, Red Sox, if you don't know it. So, but anyways. With a very funny uh, batting stance. Yep. We'll, we'll get to that later. For those <laughs> of us who are used, we work from home. This was not a pattern interrupt for us because we work from home. But for the people like my wife who works over at NC State, now she's home and we have an office upstairs and she decided to go up there because she can shut the door. Mm-hmm. I've been told I'm loud. <laughs> so she has to shut the door. <laughs> New England thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, have you chatted with friends that have had to deal with one spouse all of a sudden is working from home and how are they getting along? 
It's t- all speaking of spouses working together. All the credit goes to Tiffany. Tiffany's easy to work with. I do have some of my Boston comes out at times, um, so she can put up with me, which is the the big. Well, she had the, the systems obstacle. in place. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it, right? <laughs> this, right? This is kind of how this I, works. I'm used Here's, to working in just a yeah. you know little little space. I, I don't need much, so but I'm I, w- not I the want the radio on. Socializer like he. I is. want the me, yeah. TV on. I'll be talking to people at the same time. Uh, she would like it library quiet, so th- there is some <sighs> y- yes. So when I say she puts up with me, I th- that's, that's not cool. just floating com- <laughs> compliments. That that's out there. Uh, but yes, we've talked to uh, several folks that are like, "Oh my God, yeah. you know, people underfoot all the time." I wish you get used to your space, you get used to things, mm-hmm. and uh, then you throw kids in there, which oh gosh, we don't have in our house imagine. either. I now, cannot uh, imagine. Hats off to parents with little yes. kids working. Yes, <laughs> I mean my my um, our our son. He's what now twenty five, twenty four. He is nonstop all day long, and I mean. He would have a full week of school and, and ball practice, and we would have a weekend full of tournaments, you know, four hours away, six games over three days, and we'd have a four-hour drive home, and we'd be in the car for 30 minutes, and he would be like, so what are we going to do when we get home? If you can think of the energizer bunny on, you know, energy drinks. You know, and my thought is, I just hope we get home at this point. I'm sunburned. I am dehydrated. I am sweaty. I am cranky. I'm hungry. Like, and you want, we're going to bed. Like, if we're lucky, we'll take a shower before we go to bed. Because I'm just that tired right now. Um, but I totally forgot where I was at with that. But in, I mean, in going back yes, to the networking having kids events, at home yeah. and having to keep him busy and occupied, and yeah. those parents that are <laughs> oh, doing yeah. that, no thanks. And they're teaching school, and they're you know keeping them entertained, and they're keeping them busy. And mm. yes, God bless you. God bless you. God. Bless you. When we all first went to Zoom meetings, and it was funny the first couple <laughs> having you two on. You could hear each other. Tell Again, everybody had to figure things out. Oh, again, absolutely. my wife was upstairs and I was downstairs. We were both on Zoom and, you know, you had to do that. But it was funny yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that's Tiffany talking or that's Mark talking. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> funny, too, how much stuff is excused now. Oh, yeah. You know, imagine the cat doing going a, across the keyboard. Yeah. Imagine doing a Zoom meeting a year ago or no. six months ago. You know, there was no background noise. There was nobody running through in their underwear. There yep. was no fighting over, you know, the last snack bar you know, string cheese. And Jenny, now it's just... Jenny Major yeah. funny. She was on about a few weeks ago, and she and I were doing a one-to-one. It's probably a month and a half ago. And she's got the cool backdrop and work dogs and stuff. She goes, I see her do this. And I knew she's... Because I knew the layout of the house just by the way she described it. And when I saw this, she goes, hang on. <laughs> Mute. Talk. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> the other thing I like about what you two do is my favorite... And I know you've been in these seminars when the host of the seminar goes, so who here's in sales? And like a third of the hands go up and and they go, no, 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 we're all in sales. So y'all are involved in Rockstar Connect. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. You got in, COVID showed up, right? Yeah, we got two live events and then it threw a big wrench into our works. Yeah. Uh, Where is it now? What what have you learned during this? And Rockstar Connect, give us about 30 seconds of what that is. Absolutely. They, They... they host uh, networking events all around the country. 
Uh, you can become a host. They do basically they do all the work, so you can show up as the host and and meet everyone that, that's coming there, which is nice because it's it changes that dynamic for the networking as opposed to going trying to find someone. When you're the host, you know people gravitate to you. Uh, so it's it's a it's a nice thing. They do a fantastic job. Uh, they do all the advertising and promotions and all the details for the venue. And if people like networking events, they go to rockstarconnect.com, and they're all over the country. Yes. All over the country. And so what have you learned, and where are you now? We're in late June when this will come out. Yeah. They they pivoted and did converted to uh, Three Martini Lunch, which is a virtual networking event, so they can keep things going. Uh, and they've done a great job with that. We're looking, hopefully, July for, for us to get back to Tobacco Road Sports Cafe in downtown Raleigh. Uh, they're still waiting to see when they can truly open. So we're everything's tentative until the world gets the green light or we get the green light down here in Raleigh. Yeah, because Scott and Dominic, I forget whose event it is on July 1st at the Cary Beer Garden uh, in person, yeah, the first yes. one in person, I believe. And I'm curious, yes. I think they have to cap it at 25. Yes. So I'll yeah. be curious to see who goes and who doesn't and just kind of how it goes. I think some people are just ready to get out of the house. Some are ready to get out of the house. Uh, referring back to that group that I said I belong to where the part I didn't mention is I'm probably younger by 10 years or so from majority of them. Uh, they've told that would me, make you 28, 30 years younger. He's you 10 years younger than the other members of this. Which would make you 28 group. years yeah. younger yes. than those younger. Uh, and they've told 30, me, yes. And they've told me flat They're out. older than my father. Yeah. Uh, They've told me flat out, until there's a vaccine, I'm yes. not going to any networking. Yep. Period. They're like, yep. I'm I'm in that, you know, challenge group. It's just not going to happen. Yep. And for f even healthy folks who have family members dealing with an, an immune issue. Absolutely. It's going to be hard for them to, to go and want to go. And I'll be curious to see what events how you can incorporate Zoom into a live event because it's going to be the That's audio. exactly what we're looking to if do. If you two are in the corner and I'm sitting on Zoom, not that I want to eavesdrop on your conversation, but how would I be able to talk to you mm -hmm. and be involved? We're looking at that. Um, I'm hoping once we get our events, uh, because Tobacco Road Sports Cafe, when I love that venue, too, they have a giant screen. Oh, love that there. place, yeah. It is, what, six TVs together? Yeah. Um, and one of the things we've been talking about is having a national guest basically come in on Zoom and we'll put them right up on the screen and they can say the little piece, say hello, keep that national flair to it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that we were talking about doing is having those Zoom rooms for people that know about us, that want to come in. We will, we will somehow, some details have to be worked out, but have a, a Zoom meeting and say, okay, here's some rooms. You know, let, let's like kind of blend that virtual uh, because one of the things that we're looking to do and you know, you would probably fall in the same ballpark, is that national flair is nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I hate to say the best thing about our clients up in Massachusetts is they can't stop in for coffee. You know, they don't pop into the office. It, I can know, edit it, that out. They'll never hear it. So go ahead. Say what you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no, that's that's the business plan that we have, is that we truly are virtual, which means, you know, we kind of have to be in our, in our little bubble somewhat. Um, not that we don't like meeting people for coffee because – you know, we need some interaction. We need that. But the efficiencies of being able to say, you know, let's do this online because I can share things with you while we're right there. If there's an introduction, which there's very few people that I meet that I don't introduce them to someone else that they, they're calling and saying, oh, Mark, thank you. I, don't, I would have never met them. That was a key contact. 
I can do it right then and there. It's not when I get back to the office, you know, so forth and so on. Uh, so the, just the efficiencies are fantastic. That I hope people are taking advantage of these virtual networking groups. In one of the, there's a Facebook coaches group. I forget the name of it. I'm involved with a couple of them. And they basically said, how has COVID affected your business? And I just said, it hasn't much, but I'm learning to jump on every virtual networking event I can find, mm-hmm. and it pays off. Oh, I've been able to do so many classes. Oh, yeah. Again, the nerd in me Love comes out. Love the free stuff online right oh, now. Gosh. Man, if people aren't taking advantage of that, because there's paid stuff six months ago that people are doing free now. Mm-hmm. Love Absolutely. that. Love, you guys are doing a free one. Um, we, I think it was you guys. Have I missed that? Which one was it? The we, morning, like 830 to 2 or something like that. I don't know which one that is. I, okay. Maybe it's me. It could be me. So, yeah. Um, so, anyways, we are here with uh, Tiffany and Mark Roberts. By the way, I want to compliment your husband on how he did a correction in an email with us. So, we've been corresponding an email last couple of days just to make sure every, everything's buttoned up for the date and time. And I typed in, can you send me a headshot of you and Tiffany? And I put a Y on there. Mm. which, you know, it just wasn't even thinking. So I put on there, and Mark was great. All he said was, just a note, it's Tiffany with an I. And I thought, you know what? That was smooth. I got it. I was trying to give you the credit for that. No, don't. points for spelling it right. No, but it was was just just a note. I thought, you know what? That's a nice way to say it. It truly was. Because I read that. It's like, you know what? And, yeah, my fault for putting a Y on it, so I won't do it. I won't do it. It happens a lot. I won't lot. do it the next week. I know that I may do it in six come months. About, come you've been consistent. You've been good. You've had it yeah. right. Okay, good. Come good. about the third email if you're still spelling my name wrong. It's like, okay. Mm. And you know what's funny it's, is I'm used to answering to different names. Um, you've heard the story. My, my father's Paul. My younger brother's Paul and my sister's Paula. Oh, geez. There's a whole story to that. So where can they find you guys? Website, phone number is the best way to get up with you. The Office Nerds. Yep, that's the website, theofficenerds.com. That's it. Uh, the office phone number is 919-400-5723. And whether you call them or not for work, just Google the logo, the name, and just see the logo pop up. It is great Irwin. work. Yep, Irwin, the office Irwin. nerd, yes. And it is the office nerds. Yes. And nerds is plural. There you so, go. Because there's two of us. Yep. Well, we've enjoyed having you on the show today. Uh, Best of luck with everything. Thanks for coming out today. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.